got something to say right here. Hold up. Slow your roll. Get you out of your mind? Out of control? Questioning me like I'm a criminal or something. Stole your heart or something. Like I'm up to something. You must be great girlfriends. Gossiping. Chicks hate on Kobe because he ain't with them. <laughs> Feel me now. All right. Welcome to Soul Vibes Podcast. Uh, today, we two podcast made short, so it's just me and Kia in the building today. Yo, yo, yo. This is episode 11. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Um, just a quick shout out to Keith and his family as they uh, laid to rest uh, his grandmother. Um, as he said last episode, um, she was a, like, like 90-something, correct? Mm-hmm. So, 92, um, I think he said. Okay. So rest in peace to her and um, prayers to you and your family, Keith, um, during this time. Because um, everybody knows... Um, Death is, no matter how long a person's been here or how short, it hurts to lose someone and know that they're not here no more. It's so crazy how we're conditioned to, like, we, we, we're taught at a young age, we basically live to die. Mm-hmm. But it's like you never prepare yourself enough. There's no preparing for it. For death. Like, you know, at any given time, anybody could just go. Right. And it's just like, it's like, okay, when will I ever be able? Even years down the line, like, my grandfather's been dead, like, 17, 18 years. Mm-hmm. That shit still hurts. Like, I feel like it was just yesterday. Right. And I was a teenager. So death is something It's really tricky. Right. Really, really fucking tricky. And um, <clears throat> unfortunately, C couldn't be here today either. Uh, she had work obligations and things of that nature. But we miss you both, and uh, we gonna hold it down. Okay, so while on the topic of, I know this is gonna sound crazy, but while on the topic of death, um, recently Lisa Leslie was interviewed by Gail King. Now, that bitch, I told y'all in the words of Snoop. When Dogg, we were recording dog here, in the words of Snoop Dogg, <laughs> that dog head bitch. <laughs> We were recording here. I told y'all, episode five, Smoga. Smoga. I said, Oprah and everybody with her is canceled. I told y'all. And here goes more proof. But of remember, that. I also said, when he first passed, I said, watch somebody bring up his rape. Well, it wasn't his rape because he didn't do it. It's just sad that it had to be one of us. So sad. So, let's unfold this, right? We all know when someone passes away, there's stages of it, right? First, we're shocked. We're in disbelief. We don't want it to be real. We're like, no, no, no. Not, not, not this person. Mm-hmm. Not right now. Not that you ever have a time that you want someone to pass away. Mm-hmm. But let me un- unfold this, right? So you go from shock that immediately turns into pain. reality. Reality first. Reality sets in. Then pain. I'm going to say pain it. first because I'm what we on day what that we know that Kobe's passed away. And I and we they even say he's been laid to rest as of today. today. Yeah. And I'm still like, damn. But it's still but it's reality though. That's the and, thing. Oh, I don't have reality to Kobe not being here no more. When he not at the game. But he wasn't going to the game like that to begin with. 
Gigi had him going back to the games and stuff. No, that's what I'm saying. But he was still at the game for the last this season. He was at a lot of the games. This season, I can honestly say he was at a lot of games. I'm gonna be honest. I don't even watch the NBA like that. Only because it's okay. It's not. <laughs> it's soft as hell. It's not what it used to be. It's for the most part, it's not as entertaining. Like, it's like, okay, we're watching for LeBron. We're watching for James Harden. We're watching for Damian Dillard, who, by the way, is balling. Yeah. Like, he's he's like, oh, okay. Like, I see what you're doing. But as far as this Gail thing, though... Yeah, I was going to say, getting back on topic, right? Um, you go from... Well, you say reality, then pain. Then pain. I say pain first. Like, oh. I say, you're in shock, then here comes the pain, and then reality. I only say pain first because you got to feel it for it to really grasp that this is happening. Like, okay. no, this person is no longer going to be with us, and... Now you're slowly going to start to accept it. Like, you know, okay, so, and then it's the grief. <clears throat> Here's why I say Gail was out of line and that you, you, your timing would, couldn't be no worse than, like, it's like, okay, Gail, I get it. You're a journalist. Good journalists push the buttons that nobody else wants to push. Good journalists ask the questions nobody wants to ask. But what I would personally like to ask Elle was where was your compassion for the situation at hand? Not even that. Why would you, like Lisa said, there, there, it's been 20 some years, 20 years now. If you felt as a journalist this ha this should have been something that you should have covered, you should have did that while that man was alive and was able to defend himself. Because while everyone's saying, I've I've saw a couple comments in, in um the shade room stating how oh he did it, da -da -da -da. okay, I have someone that actually went to Boulder when that shit happened. So firsthand, the person said that the girl was a, she was a smut bag. On top of, they found five different semens. I don't know if it was in her panties or in her vagina when they did the test. Five different semens. How do you say this man raped you and you have five different semens? I'm found. Not, look, I'm not here to put that child on the line. <laughs> I'm definitely not. I am. <laughs> I am. Mm -hmm. I am. And, and mainly because we've seen it too many times before. Right. Too many times before that our black men have been accused of raping white women, molesting white women. Prime example, Bill fucking Cosby. Mm -hmm. Like you, he's in jail. This man can't fucking do anything for himself. Inmates said he, they have to dress him, take him to the toilet, shit like that. But then you have Harvey out here, same fucking age. He's living his best life. I wouldn't say his best life, but he's at least He's free. living his best life. Bill is locked behind bars, mm -hmm. unable to move freely. Compared These two situations compared to mm -hmm. each other, he's living his best life compared to Bill. Right. Living his fucking best life. So this is something that we've been seeing for time before, and it's like we're condemning this man for something that he was not found guilty of. 
Right. Why even well, bring it up? Well, careless, nobody. I, I don't know too many people. It's a few people, like you said, in the shade room, what they, you know, what they, how they feel that whole situation went down. Right. But um, <clears throat> getting back to what I was getting at, um, the stages of grief, you're, you're bound to do and say things that is completely out of your character, completely away from who you are as a person. So why, you saying that we'll use Snoop's comment as an example. That's what I was getting at. Everybody came at Snoop for calling her a, a doghead bitch. Every, no, they just said the bitch part. They, that was the main. And then threatening her life. He didn't threaten her, though. <clears throat> he did. He said, or else we'll come get you before we come get you. Well, if he did it on social media. So if you think about we'll come get you social media-wise, that could mean anything. That could mean we're going to come on here and... And go through your whole account and, and spam you. Right. Proving my point. Like, you get what I'm saying? Proving my point that you could take that anyway. You got... Snoop is well-known. Right. Snoop is big time in L.A. So him saying that, it's like saying, like, oh, if he say the word, it's go. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, of course, that's how she took it because, you know, Oprah went on, line, went ahead to cries. say... You know, oh, yeah, Gail's not doing well, and uh, she has security. I'm like, well, she should have had that from Rip, if you ask me, but okay. Like, it's not like you just some regular Joe. You're still a millionaire. Like, okay. so, you know what I'm saying? So with that being said... So I'm going to use this as an example. The president. How many death threats does Trump receive but on Instagram? No, no, on, on Insta, it doesn't matter. He's the president of the United States of America. That is a terroristic threat. How many times have he been threatened, his life been threatened on social media, period? Mm -hmm. And no one has taken it above and beyond and say, well, this and this is social. But has anybody made a video? It's, it, do, it doesn't matter. Like on the magnitude of no, Snoop. He didn't, but it doesn't matter because he didn't say Oh, I'm going to come kill you. Oh, I'm going to get my goons to kill you. We're going to come get you. That can mean anything. He left that open for anybody's interpretation. So we can't say, well, he meant we're going to cause harm to Gail. Nobody can say that because he never stated we're going to cause harm to Gail. It's how you interpret it. Now, back to me saying the whole thing with the president. No one has taken his threats above and beyond, even though nobody really gives a fuck is still the point. That is the president of the United States. Gail is just a journalist, also known as Oprah's friend. Why is it this serious that she got death threats? How many death threats do other people get on a regular basis? It's not being brought up. Not necessarily, not saying, you know, it's, it's, it's right. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is, it's not that serious. To me, it's not that serious. But again, coming from the type of lifestyle that she lived, she ain't never been in this type of controversial situation. You stay your ass out of it. So I go on to say this. Gail was dead wrong because she kept pushing for it. That's the only problem. I said it would have been one thing if she just would have asked the question, Lisa, do you feel that due to what, what occurred in 2003, 2004, in regards to the rape charge that was coming his way, that this would have 
anything to do with his legacy, tarnish it, harm it in any type of way, and just left it there. And if Lisa would have answered it, like, no, and you moved on, I would have been like, good question. But it was the way you did it. It was like on some, like, I don't care that he... Dead, dead, and, hours, 48 and, hours. and he was with his daughter, and you know, I like it's like no, I, I, I felt no compassion when you was asking that. As a matter of fact, you came off as a snobby, rich being that's just like, oh well, can, you got what you deserve type of thing. Can and I then, just say, who the fuck is Gail? No one knew who Gail was other than Oprah's friend. Now, all of a sudden, within the last five years, she's this mega journalist. Right. I think what really, really did it, don't get me wrong, she was doing things on the side under Oprah. I'm not saying but she didn't. I, right. But um, the biggest one was the R. Kelly interview. That's what That's got, last year. That's within that, the last six months. That's what got months. everybody like, oh, like, you know. But that's my point. Like, who the fuck are you to say he's threatening my life? I'm not doing well. Who the fuck are you? Who well, are she's entitled you? to feel what she's No, felt. no. I, she is. Just like we're entitled to interpret it the way, however yes. we want to interpret well, it. Well, who the fuck are you to make this a bigger ordeal? Now you're making it about you. Now you're flipping the role. Because now you're playing victim. Right, that's playing victim. You're playing victim. Mm-hmm. And who the fuck are you to play victim to this situation that you caused? Again... Getting back to what I was saying, the the compassion was gone. So right away, I'm like, oh, she out of pocket. And major kudos to Lisa Leslie, because it takes a lot of strength to sit there and let someone try to tarnish or damage your good friend's reputation, bringing up something from 2003, 2004. You know what I'm saying? And in the wake of his death, like his death was still very fresh. And it was just one of those things like, okay, you can ask the question, but move on. For her to keep going into detail, saying things like, well, you wouldn't know. First of all, she was- Lisa, because you were a friend. First of all, Niggas gonna show that when you are the female right. friend, they, they you gonna, really see some yeah. shit. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's why I'm sitting here like, woman take excuse I, me? The, like she that, was way more out of pocket because I don't even think Lisa was his friend back then. Like man. friend, like as close as they are now. I don't think they were close. No, they were. In 2003, they were close Bro, like that? They were okay. super close, them two. Like, you know, you gotta think they came up together. Like, it was like. I'm Lisa Leslie, he's Kobe Bryant. And then for them to both play for L.A.? Are you kidding? Dumb close, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I felt like this was maliciously done because you knew who Lisa Leslie was to Kobe Bryant. You ask her to come. You come up with these questions way beforehand. And I'm just like, when when you came up with that one, did your brain not say, oh, if this was Oprah... And someone was to ask me something along the lines of something that she was that she had done that she was acquitted for. How would I feel about it? That's all I'm saying, because I'm like, not once, not once did you ever put yourself in Kobe Bryant's wife's shoes, his three other daughters' shoes, Lisa Leslie's shoes, his fans. You never considered nobody else but yourself. Whether your mindset was, I'm going to get these ratings because I, I got a thing going. I'm, I'm buzzing right now after the R. Kelly inter, um, interview. Whether you thought that this was going to work in your benefit, I honestly don't know what the hell you was thinking, but I will let you know this. You and Oprah, time and time again, 
Well, mainly Oprah. I'm gonna say Oprah time and time again. You, this is this is your like, but you roll with her, so now nah, you taking this L with her. So, y'all gotta understand what y'all once upon a time meant to the black community, and for you to not consider us the way we always consider y'all once upon a time was just it is it, it's heartbreaking to see because for the most part how many of us used to come home from school see our parents watching Oprah saying like wow and, and seeing what she grew to be a billionaire and she putting on all these people only for her to also be the same person leading the way to bring us down and girl you being tied to her just says that you stand for everything she stand for. And that's why I'm like, that's not cool. You know, not like, of course, the pictures surface surface with you and um, Harvey Weinstein. And that's just even more upsetting because not once have I ever heard Oprah say she wanted to interview. She wanted to hold a special detailing what's going on with Harvey and the whole nine. None of it. And he, it's proof on top of proof of what he's done. So I'm just going to leave it at this. You are definitely dismissed. And I don't see no coming back from this. And um, let this be a lesson to everybody that... Have integrity. Have compassion. You know, sometimes you got to put yourself in other people's shoes. It was bad enough Vanessa found out about Kobe's death I, through TMZ. I say she shouldn't ask the question that she wouldn't ask the wife. Period. A word. If you wouldn't ask his wife that, why would you ask his friend that? Absolutely. And that's that that's my take on that. Case closed. Case closed. But like I said, I just hope this is a lesson to people just to have compassion because there was no compassion there and that's what hurts the most because like I say you don't have to be a basketball fan you don't have to be a Kobe Bryant fan to understand and know what he was about is is also understanding and knowing the effect people can have on lives and that's what Kobe did so and I mean, I, all I keep saying to myself is like, man, L.A. is taking hit after hit, man. Y'all got to understand something. We didn't even get to Nip's anniversary yet. And you you go from losing Nip to gun violence to losing Kobe to a tragedy. Yeah. They both were tragic. Absolutely. But like, wow, like L.A. is taking a serious hit, which is another reason why, uh, again, I don't understand how she didn't have any type of compassion. The amount of people being affected, L.A. LA alone. Anyway, moving Fuck right girl. along. <laughs> Fuck Oprah. Moving right. Suck a dick. Moving right along. <clears throat> um, little news in the music world. Um, Little Wayne's album, Funeral. You heard it? No. I didn't listen. Did not listen. I could promise you this. 
And what Wayne era were you? Like, if you ever did listen to Wayne, well, oh, what, what, what do you feel was his best era? Like, like it was like, oh my God, this can man. I tell you every out with the last two albums I didn't listen to. Okay, I'm say, the last two albums. Mm-hmm. Um, but I came up through the Wayne like his beginning era, five hundred degrees. Mm-hmm. That's to that one and no ceilings. His no ceilings. Oh, mixtape. Yeah. So I think mixed mixtape Wayne is best Wayne. Right. I think um, his album. I me personally, the Carter. Is it three? Two. I think it's three. three. I think that's my favorite one. Um, the one with Miss, Mr. Officer, all that. Um, yeah. With well, all those tracks three. on I think it. That's three. Carter three. Man, listen. I was like, there's nothing this man can't do at this point. Uh, the bars was amazing. Like, wordplay off the chain. This Wayne on Funeral, I couldn't relate to. Like I, 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 I was like, who is this? Like, he very repetitive, very like he he got that rap mixed with rock and roll. Oh, you know that trip uh, that he be on when he playing a guitar uh, and all that. I'm, I don't know if he's playing a guitar on this one, but the vibes that you get listening to it is that Wayne. Not in. Oh man. <clears throat> You can easily cut this album in half. Not like, and it's like the same thing. How many songs on the album? Twenty-four. The fuck? You can you can literally take ten songs off, only because it it's very repetitive. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's a lot of double word play. Like, get on the chat. I get on the chat. I get on the like what? Like, boy, like if you don't stop. Yeah, no. Like, I'm so serious. Like, it, I was like, no, Wayne, no. But it, it reflects where he's at right now. Like, you know, who's he, this random woman? I'm so sorry. I yeah, I don't know who God. the fuck that, that lady random as hell. And he engaged? I said, when the I fuck said did he engaged. engaged? I said, all the females you had and engaged to this lady. To this? Like, I'm I'm not talking about looks. That's not what I'm talking about. No one knows who she is. I'm just like, not that you have to know. That, I'm, I'm trying to see where they can... A- apparently, she's a plus-size model. Apparently. Okay. Where you cross a plus-size model, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but that's where that is. He He's engaged to... I just was like, engaged? All these kids... And engaged. Wayne got mad kids. Oh, a lot. And it it, it went from having one for years. <laughs> to Region A. Two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> like, wow. Like, he, yeah, Wayne, Wayne, he he got a lot of kids. But let's see, let's see how many kids he got. If I'm not mistaken, five. Oh, that's not a lot. Five or six. I don't remember. Getting back to <laughs> The topic going oh, here. Oh, he only has four. No, he does not. It's not four. You got to think. Um, Danelle Tech. Oh, that was rude. That was rude. Ah, the Ch- is she Chinese? Yeah, yeah. she looks Asian or something. Yeah. Then Lauren London. Mm-hmm. Nivea. Mm-hmm. Regine. Wait, doesn't how many kids he have with uh, Nivea? Oh, that's a trick question. I don't know. Maybe one or two. 
I don't know. Yeah, Regina Carter, Cameron Carter, Neil Carter, Dwayne Carter III. It's one more. I thought. I don't care at this point. <laughs> I don't care. At this ain't point. nobody got as many fucking. How about kids this? Future. The one that he went now ain't got one. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy as hell. How that worked? Like what? Like mm. she getting the I do, but well, they only engaged. So let me slow down, but. Getting back to what I was that I, what I wanted to cover, this album is his fifth number one on the billboards. And I said, this is not a reflection, in my opinion. I'd rather see one of his old ones get his fifth. Re-ran- uh, remastered? I don't care. It's just like the quality, like the lyrics for me wasn't there. Um, he sounds like this new age rap. But in his own way, because you know Wayne do that, um, that, like I said, that rock and roll hip hop mix. I just like I, that that Lincoln Park Blink One Eighty Two. I mean, uh, yeah, Lincoln Park. No, Lincoln Park is. Yeah, I know who Lincoln Park is, but I'm just like, yeah, but but if you can remember like that, um, what was that album he put I'm out? I'ma drop the fucking world on his fucking head. That, that shit? yeah. Okay. It sounds very much so like that, and he's very repetitive. I was like, oh, wow. I never thought I'll see the day. Because, you know, Wayne got wordplay for days. Apparently like, not. Maybe he's out of wordplay. I just, I, me me personally, I, I think when you get to a certain level of success, the creativity, you, like, what's pushing you, right? Like, everybody's not, like, um, pushing themselves in their pen, like to the when you when you sitting on millions, what's what's motivating you now? Because before the motivation was the money, you got the money now. I thought it's it was just something that has to come of, from. I thought within. it was the adrenaline of performing and and just having music out. Again, it, it really boils down Wayne to. Wayne been rich for a while. Who? Wayne been rich for a while. Absolutely. That nigga been rich rich since he was like nine. <laughs> No, that ass. He was he was under baby at nine. <coughs> so I don't even think it was the money there. <coughs> I just think he don't have anything else to talk about. Mm. I think he's done everything in his life, and he hasn't <coughs> taken that next step, which would be marriage and having you know that family. Mm-hmm. I don't think he hasn't reached that yet, so he really doesn't have anything to talk about. Mm. How much turn-up music can you make? You're pushing 40 now, my brother. Right. So... You you got a point there, right? right as yeah. <coughs> so that's that's my take on, on, mm-hmm. on Wayne. Like I said, I didn't listen to the album, so... Yeah, you could I, definitely take 10 songs off that. I, I, don't, I don't care to listen to the album. Ten. You can make it a solid 14 songs and be like, oh, all right. <laughs> You'll get the gif of the album in the first five songs. <laughs> I'd rather mixtapes. Oh, absolutely. His mixtapes. My favorite mixtape, though, Wayne, is him and Jewel Santana. I Can't Feel My Face. Mm. That is one of my favorite. That's and, some classic and stuff. And you can't even find the, you can't even find that nowhere. Like if you try and YouTube the music, like the songs mm-hmm. off of that mixtape album, you can't find. You might find one song, "Birds you can't Flying get it on." Um, that Biff? It's it's not. 
I try Apple Music. Mm-hmm. I've, I haven't tried Spotify, mm-hmm. but I've tried so many and platforms of that, music um, and cannot find that mixtape. That Piff don't have it Mm-mm. in it? That Piff got everything. I might find one or two or three songs, but the whole album mm-hmm. is nowhere. Mm. Can't find it. That was a good time. Like, that's a classic CD. Like, if I still had the CD, I would play that shit in my car. Mm-hmm. But no problems. On repeat. <coughs> yeah, so I'm going to close out on the little Wayne by saying, if that's the quality of music you finna be t- putting out, nah, I'm not I'm not here for it. What and is your take? I know you a, you, you, you a Nicki fan. What's your take on Yikes? I like Yikes, only because the beat. Okay. Do I care for what she's saying? Some of the stuff she's saying, I'm like, oh, okay. And then it gets super lazy. Okay. Like, I, it's the wine and uh, 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 like everybody was talking about the Rosa Parks. I said, if you really break that shit down, it doesn't make sense. You know, I'm not a Nicki fan at all, so I didn't listen to the song at all. Like, I don't listen to her music. First, if I'm listening to a song with her on it, I'll listen to the song up until her part. Either I'm turning the radio or I'm turning it down. One or the other. Why are you like this? I don't like her. I've I've been consistent with not liking Nicki Minaj. And it's not a hate. I, I just don't like her music. Her music is not for me. She's in a category with... So that list pissed you off, because I know you saw it. You know that list. I just bypassed it. I said, these niggas don't even fucking know. They they don't even know. But taking into account of everything that she's done for female rap... No. She's taking it to... Lyrically... I'm not talking about lyrics. I'm I'm talking about beyond what any other female rapper has accomplished. Like what? Because if... Okay. If we're gonna Sales? speak, listen, hold on. If we're mm-hmm. gonna speak about accomplishments, think about it too. The day and age is completely different from what it was back then. Now we have streaming platforms. Right. We didn't have that back then. Right. Think about it. If we had streaming platforms, mm, you don't think Lauren Hill numbers would be a lot more greater than what hers are? Think about it. Well, Lauren wait, Hill numbers wait, wait. are still crazy. That's and it's only I, one that's album. My, that's that's where I was getting but ready they, to go. They, they still they still get those numbers because. The beauty about streaming is you could go back and to stream anything yeah. that you want, I, I get and it that. counts. No, it does. Mm-hmm. But how back then, if you were back when CDs, tapes, and cassettes was were out, if we had the platforms that we have now, I don't think she would be the first female to do half the things that she did. And that's my opinion because, like I said, where we are right now with what the, you can go on different types of websites, different types of apps where you can download her music, where you can do this and that with her music. You, we didn't have that then. All we had was tapes. Or see from tapes, we went to CDs. Mm. And then we went, we, we did start streaming with LimeWire, and then LimeWire got cut off. Cause well, that was, was illegal. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Niggas was, LimeWire got cut off because it was illegal. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really have that what we have now. So but that but that's the thing though. Like while we didn't have that, the longevity though, like that was out back then and it's still getting played today. So you gotta, in my opinion, a head start because it was like Nikki ain't start making music. Um, um, she ain't put out an album. What year was that? So 2010? 
And it's all your marketing too. Right. And that's and that's what I was about she to say. She markets out. herself to be out there. That she's she's in uh she's an artist. Right. She's so, a, there's a difference. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm di- not saying she deserved to be number one. I'm not gonna hold you. When I seen her at number one, I said, Oh, y'all real disrespectful. Like that, that was that yeah. was very disrespectful. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, she's done great things for white female rap. I mean, she has dominated for consecutive years. Yet, like absolutely, you got to think about it. The reason why she's dominated too is because we don't have too many female artists. When she first came in the game, there there weren't even now. Even though we have more female artists in the game now, it's dominated by males. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it was dominated by females. If the roles were reversed, do you think that she, again, she would have made so many marks that she's made? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If the roles were reversed, if, if it was, if the if the game was dominated by females opposed absolutely. to males, absolutely. I because like you got to think she holds her own amongst men. Like you don't really listen to her music, but How many- they they're considering that monster verse alone to be. One of the greatest verses. Okay. If you listen to the some of the females that are in the game right now that are not, that don't have that market that she has, their verses shit on Monster. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Prime example, Shia. I don't know if you, mm-hmm. you listen you I know heard her. Shia okay. Mm-hmm. I can pick five verses that will shit on her Monster verse. But it's not about shitting on her monster. Verse. What I'm saying, it's no, about shitting. It's about hold how on. would you have taken hold that? On, listen, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, performed it. You're saying she holds her own amongst these men. Mm-hmm. She's. I'm not saying that she doesn't, but she's also marketed better than other female artists. So that plays a major part in certain females being heard on certain different levels. I hear you, right? And you're giving, you're saying it's her marketing, but I'm like, she had to do something to market herself. Like everybody was clowning her with the changing with the voices and all that, but who else was at that time doing that? It was like um, as far as far as can I t- rap, can I tell you was doing the same thing? Can I tell you, little Kim, tough as hell on track? Can I tell you, little Kim did it first to the magnitude of a Nicki Shanice. She would rap as a little girl, Shanice. Right, but that that that's rapping. It, okay, it yeah, I'm, it because I'm yeah. I'm trying like like she's animated, like she she's she, very and that's one reason why I don't that's like part her. of her marketing though. Like when she do interviews, she does the same thing. And you're you're like it's like you're falling for sex character. Too. Absolutely, but sex don't don't give me that. Kim was sexy as hell back then. Yeah, Pop, like had the yeah. whole titty out. And Kim sh- and Kim has dominated in the male game way before. She's definitely Nikki. helped, right? She's definitely helped, but did she consistently stay there? Well, you also know that there were legal issues, the passing of Biggie. Like there's there's things that happen. Where she fell off, and then niggas like, oh well, Biggie felt Biggie died. Now who's writing her raps? That's when she came back with that Naked Truth album. Mm-hmm. So she's definitely can do. She's definitely held her own. Definitely will hold her own. Is uh, nah. I just like I said, I didn't say that she deserved to be number one, but acknowledge why she why they would put her there. Put her on the, the list. Yes. Started. There has not been a female rapper out doing the things that she's doing. She's opened doors for way more artists to come out. This is the what most did she, what I've did she seen. Do to open a door 
for a female artist. Bro, she's beyond rap. Nikki is big. She owns stuff. She, like, she put a couple of girls on as far as rapping. But people don't give her props for that because all who, they want to do is put out the negative. Who she put? They're up and coming from, like, New York. Who? Bro, I don't know their names, but she she posted them not too long ago, speaking about it. But no, don't nobody talk about this stuff, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's not... You can't even tell me one artist, like, if these they, are... They super underground. I, it's, it's really not coming to me, but they was nice. And when um when she did her challenge, as a matter of fact, that's when uh she started saying, like, this person's actually signed under me. What I only thing I'd be saying to myself is, when is she going to put these girls out? Like, because she say people signed under her, she had artists under this, that, that, and I'd be like... Well, damn, when they coming out? Because, like, for you to put somebody on, uh, like, well, you know how Nikki can get. It's a lot of rumors out about Nick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that beef, though, with her and, uh, her and me? I just thought that was childish. I thought it was so petty. I said, y'all too rich for this. I thought it was so fucking petty. And I thought it was even more petty for her and her barbs to bring up the whole domestic violence thing because in an argument mm-hmm. on social media, mm-hmm. if that is the case, if that man really beat you, if that is the case, allegedly, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to throw that in an argument. That is not something that you say in an argument amongst people on social media. Right. That is something that should have been handled Back then, get him help and get you help. Because mm-hmm. there are women that are really being abused. Like, to me, that just, it was just like, that that was poor taste. One, I said she's lying. I, I said definitely that, said that, lying. That's, that's too far. She went too far, in my opinion. Because it's like, Nick, we know how you get down. No offense. There's plenty of footage out there of you and Safari arguing and stuff like that. And you saying stuff like, oh, well, why did you hit me? Why did you hit me? And he's like, yo, I'm out of here. And it's just like, it just comes off as a lie. So it just sounds like this is something that you do. To get somebody in trouble. To get somebody in trouble at this point. So, um, like, again, I, I'm, a, I'm a Nikki fan. I, I've been rooting for Nikki since... Shalowinski. Uh, I think Beam Me Up Scotty It was the very first time I heard her. And I was like, oh, she's dope. And after that, I was just on all her music. And um, when I seen like her, and then he came back with the, your brother. But he said that before, though. Being a rapist. I he said, said that oh, before. Man. He said that before like, wow. the argument. He, I remember him saying that probably like around the time they broke up. So, like I said, it's just some things you just got to keep, like, in the closet of your relationship if you're no longer together. Right. Um, If you truly care and love... Again, integrity. Right. If you truly care and love somebody that you was once upon a time in a relationship with, I don't think you should ever want to... Expose. Or hurt them to the magnitude that you know that it could throw some serious damage on them. Sitting here, someone like Meek, who who went through what he went through with the courts, and to throw that allegation of him hitting you out there, she knows what type of attention that or brings. Or even, or why you didn't say nothing in the store when my husband pressed you, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. First of all, this man, this man is worth millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. We don't know who the fuck your husband is. 
We don't know how much he's worth. Mm-hmm. And if he's worth anything now, he's probably doubled what he's worth before because of you. Mm-hmm. Meek played it smart. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He's from the hood. So I'm quite sure if this had been a different time, mm-hmm. he would have pressed back up on dude. Mm-hmm. But for me to lose whatever I have or jeopardize whatever I have and I just came out of a situation. I didn't set my ass somewhere for the fucking bike ride and doing a willy. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to sit back in jail for busting your ass over a bitch that I've been smashed? Mm-hmm. Nah, absolutely not. Right. So I definitely think he played that well played, but I think Nikki did. She did too much with throwing a lot of... Jabs, and I think they were low blows because I think she's heard about something. Me too. I, I've been said, I said this a long time ago, back when I was watching an interview and Nikki was talking about her past. It was the one with Angie Martinez, as a matter of fact. That's what I was watching. And the topic of her and Safari breaking up came up and she just, she was trying to be tough and the tears just came out. And I said, you know what? Nikki hurt. And if you go back and listen to the pink print, that music is very hurt. So, me personally, I think she's hurt. And I, I think, the like, you know how you coming up and you're like, if I had this and this, I'll be good. I think she has all those things and she's still not good. You know, so... Um, you know, like, the, the glitz and the gleam, that money, all that shit. It, I'm telling you, she when you are things. hurt... Here, and it, you you can hide I'm it all you want. With, I'm talking about with Meek, whatever the situation is. You know what the fuck? But I that's just, why. That's you know why what I think... the fuck? Just it just hit me. Ding what? ding ding ding. Light bulb just came on. Right. Mm-hmm. Hi. Um. <laughs> I think she might be hurt because Milano was pregnant, and that'll be two dudes she was with. They had, had babies. Baby, had babies. You're right. So wow. she mm. could she could she could be a little woman scorned there. Right. Cause why else would you try and hurt this man's career? Bigger than bigger than his career, he has a son. Mm. Why would you paint this picture to society about this man that have a son? Then these allegations come affront. And now his son has to sit through my dad going to court yet again. Right. Now for abusing a woman. That I if allegedly, if it's if it's not true, I think it's not true. Mm-hmm. You you you're lying on my father. I've never seen my father put his hands on you. I'm he might even I've never seen my father raise his voice at you. Mm-hmm. So what kind of complex are you gonna cause this little boy? Because don't don't think that he can't read. Don't think that, you know, this beef isn't accessible to him. Because he has he a cell phone. Media, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Even if he's not on social media, he mm-hmm. still has access to it. Shade Room is open. Mm-hmm. Shit, a, a three-year-old, my, my seven-year-old little cousin know how to work Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I'm quite sure this little boy definitely know how to work it. Mm-hmm. So, like, she just did a lot with this. Yeah, too much. Um, but like I said, they too rich for that. I think, um, honestly, I, it, it just came off very fake in a sense. Because if you really sit back and you really think about this, it started at the, the store in the mall. Mm-hmm. 
Then a few days pass by. Then it's on social media. But nobody even then, knows what happened in the store, though. Then nothing. They just it was like a screaming match. For like, over what? I think they 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 claim Meek was like trying to be cordial, speak to Nikki, and I noticed that about that guy that she's with. He's very like rah rah all the time. Like it's like you can't approach her all of a sudden, and it's like oh, that's a, that's a little pit bull in the skirt. Like I'm, I'm like my God, like come on out. Like I'm, I know I'm the type. Like if I ain't, if I don't have no problem with you. If I ain't do nothing to you, if you ain't do nothing to me, even if you did do something to me, if I'm passing, I'm passing. If I see you, hey, how you doing? Just because we're not together no, no more, don't mean is is like that's just that's just me though. You know, I don't you are that that whole oh fuck that fuck that like the, it, to me you're so childish. Grow up. Like this is somebody that once upon a time could kiss you at will. Depends now on who that you person, are. Fuck that person. I went, I didn't say fuck that person, but depends on who the person is. I ain't speaking. Mm. There are some people in my past that I'm not speaking to. Mm. I will look you dead in your face and roll my eyes. Mm. I, I don't got. I don't care. I think that's childish, bro. I don't. It's not that I'm like, oh fuck this person. Like, I'm never gonna talk bad or ill because, like you said, at some point they can kiss you at will. Mm-hmm. I chose to lay down with you at some point. Exactly. I'm not gonna bad mouth, but please believe there's some people that I just care not to speak to. Okay. For what? Okay, I get that. Care not to speak to. Like, I don't care to share words Mm-mm. with you. No. But I, okay, if the person wants to come to you. And, oh, hey, how you yeah, doing? Yeah, I'm not. Then I'm not. I'm not that type of person. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, hey, how you doing? But uh, hey, what's up? How you? And keep it real short and simple, straight to the point. But I think that's kind of what occurred. I don't know the the ins and outs. I wasn't there, but I think it was along those lines, and it just got super rowdy. Me could have been petty too, though. Why you speaking to her? You know this shit's still fresh. Um. I, I, well, it's not supposed to be. She all married. I'm right. Uh, so don't speak to me. <laughs> Motherfucker, don't speak to me. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess. Like, oh, man, it's a mess. Like I said, they they too rich. Way too rich for that. Um, Move on. Right. If if you're hurt, say that shit. Just like, I don't know why people so scared to show their true feelings. That's why I, I, I won't make it out here because I show my true feelings. And my, my true feelings, some, sometimes they come out in the form of tears, or sometimes they just come out in silence. Because like people try and use that against you. Right. That's why. But it's just like, I don't know. I I live off of my feelings and my emotions, so um, I can never relate when people uh, do stuff like that. Because it's just like, it's like a mask. Like, what what are you really hiding? But hey, to each his own. Mm. To each their own, boy. Ooh, child. <laughs> no, because I, I can't relate. I really can't. Like, if I'm hurting, I'm, I'm just, it's either I'm going to be quiet on you or I'm going to say, that hurt my feelings. Like, <laughs> I just started telling people they hurt my feelings. I just started that because I was the one, what? You hurt my feelings? I won't talk to you. I'm good. Leave me alone. I don't want no parts of you. Right. You disrupted my inner peace. And I'm not one to intentionally hurt somebody's feelings. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Intentionally, right? Right. Ain't that, ain't that some shit? And, and, and it's just like for somebody to intentionally hurt my feelings. It's like, you know what? 
to sit down and to think about it. Like, y'all think I'm a psychopath because I bite my ice cream. <laughs> what do you get? <laughs> Yo, the image. I just got an image of you bite your ice cream. Like, <laughs> y'all think I'm a psychopath because I bite my ice cream. What are we tired? Like, what do, what do y'all think of these people that sit down and really maliciously think of ways to hurt people? Hurt people hurt people. That's a, to me, that's weak. You I'm say a, it's weak, but it's you weak. say it's weak. But again, going back to dealing with our issues ourselves, right. if we don't know how to succumb to our issues or our our own hurt, how do we not know how to hurt someone else? Because that's all we know. We're not going to, you know, doctors, therapists. Talk or we're not even like like even prime example me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to someone saying, "Well, now I am." Hey, you hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. So if I can't express that my feelings are being hurt, only way I know to remove my hurt is to hurt. And it's not even removing my hurt. It's basically like it's suppressing it because I, it's still there. I haven't dealt with it. So even though you say is is weak, it's it's still a logic behind it because it's, oh, it's definitely a logic. We're not we're not helping, but that hurt that we have. That I feel like harboring. a lot of people throw that hurt people hurt people, and it's just no, like you okay, have, if you know you're hurt, yeah. do the work. No, right now that do the work. Now if that you can sit I don't here believe. and label yourself yes. hurt. Yes, do the work. I agree. Leave people alone. That I agree. Get I to agree. get to know yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you can sit here and label yourself as hurt, you know what the issue is. Then you know what you it know is. You know who hurt you. You know Do the work. Yeah. No, I'm talking about people that don't know that they're actually hurt and just hurting people. Those are the people that I'm speaking about, not the people that know they're. But be you know, careful with that because there's a lot of manipulators out here. Oh, they, of course. You know what I'm saying? Of so course. It, it, it is people out here that that don't realize, like, they're the... The toxic one. The, or the... <laughs> toxic. Toxicity. <laughs> but they don't know that they're the one that's actually out here hurt. They always find the reason in someone else. But um, <clears throat> I think that just has a lot to do with really knowing who you are and digging deep within yourself. Um, I think people that take the time to be alone and take the time to get to know themselves. I love being by myself. Like, getting taking the time to be by themselves. I think they are, one, um, very in tuned with themselves and, two, very selfish with themselves at the same time. So they're not going to sit here and, and <laughs> put themselves out there to everyone, you know? So... Um, it's okay. What I'm saying all this to say, it's okay to be by yourself for some time. I love my... Just or, said. you know, you, and when I say be by yourself, it doesn't mean like, oh, I don't fuck with nobody. I'm not... No, what I'm saying is that you're, you know who you are and you're not necessarily ready to fully commit. So you play things mm-hmm. smart. You don't invest too much. You let it be known where you stand type of thing um, even if you are because everybody needs companionship some people jump from relationship to, to relationship. relationship and th- that's th- I question those, those are people. the people that cannot be by themselves mm. um, you know we we spoke about one person in particular 
No names. <laughs> okay, go ahead. This one? Okay. Not this one, this one? Okay. Okay. So, when I brought that to her attention, like, yo, you're always, like, you know, you got to slow down with your social media. You're always putting that you're with another person. You love this one. Like, you was just with somebody three months ago. Mm. So, it's like, do you... Can you be by yourself? Do you know who you are as a person? Mm-hmm. Because you can't say you know who you are as an individual if today, February, you're in a relationship with so-and-so, and then June, you're in a relationship with so-and-so, and you're talking about you love them. Like, did you even give yourself your brain to catch up with your heart to say, hey, something's not right? Mm-hmm. We're not on the same page mm-hmm. because your brain could be ahead of your brain could trick you. Okay. And I say, I always say that reverse. Our brain is our heart, and our heart is our brain. Okay. Because what's when, your logic behind that? I'm, I'm about, about okay. to tell you. Um, when we think, when you say, everybody say, oh, think with your heart. When you think with your heart, sometimes that that's the wrong the wrong thing, the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. And when you think with your brain, you really, you sit and you think and you you play out each scenario, how it could fall out. So that's your heart. That's where it, it, it comes from deep down in, in your heart. To me, your brain is your heart. When you say you think with your brain, me, I'm thinking with my heart, something might not happen as I play it out to be. I'm thinking with my heart. I don't want it to... I'm not, it's not reality. If I wanted to be okay. this, I'm thinking of a fairy tale. Okay. So that's where my logic comes in with that. Mm-hmm. So I had to tell Shorty, like, you know, slow down. Like, you're always with somebody else. Like, do you do you love yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, and I, me personally, I had to learn this too. I can't love somebody if I don't love myself. Mm-hmm. Because how can I expect for you to love me in a certain way and I'm using expectations. We're going back to expectations. Right, right. How can I say I don't want to be loved that way or this is how not how I want to be, you know, how you're going to love me Mm -hmm. if I don't know how to love myself that way. So that to me is something that I had to tell her. Like, you really got to slow. She actually got bad at me. She blocked me in everything. Like, all right, yo, you being a malicious. No, I'm not being malicious. And I'm just, I'm coming to you as a friend. Like, mm-hmm. people are talking. Like, this bitch is always with somebody else. Like, I know it's, it's your social media, but social media is that. It's for social, you know, ties. Um, <laughs> Social media and relationships. <laughs> I think um, that is... That's 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 when social media um, kind of gets on the negative side for me. Only because like a lot of people jump into things. I feel like social media puts the speed on everything. Like, hurry up and let's get together. Hurry up, let's be like, let's have this first anniversary so we could do all this and post it on social media. Hurry up, let's get married. Like, you know, everything is just so. Instead of like before when you wasn't under no microscope, no one knew what you was doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like. That those times in that era is like gone because it's like it's just like let's let me hurry up and put this out here for everybody to see even if it's mm-hmm. real or if it's not um, 
And it, I mean, it's across the board. Like, that's the part that scares me, you know, whether it's white, black, Asian, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, gay, lesbian, uh, queer, all that stuff, no matter what type of relationship it is, I feel like people are just quick to put the info out there right. rather than like, no, let's not put it out there. Let's see what we got here. Right. Let's enjoy this right here. And if, we, you know, we feel like we want to let people know, then yeah, let's take the social media route. But I I just, I, people just need to get back to treasuring moments. Treasuring. Treasure. Uh, Did I say that wrong? You said tre- treasury. Oh, sorry. <laughs> People just need to get back to adoring um, intimate moments. And when I say intimate, it's just you and that person and whatever is occurring within that moment. Um, I Like even, I, I think it's kind of tacky when people post when someone's doing something for them like oh like when they're walking in seeing it and it's like you're walking in with your phone and you're like oh all in their face and it's just like wow like that where's your humanity like you 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 took it away like i thought I, i thought what um what's his name i mean uh the rapper that used to go with kylie Kylie Jenner? Yeah. Travis Scott? Travis Scott. I thought the room filled with roses was legendary. I was like, that is awesome. But when she posted it, I said, damn, I really hope she took a minute to take that in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because I was just like, that shit was so dope. Like, I wouldn't have dared posted that. Like, I meet, that's just me personally. Like, I, I would have been so engulfed in that moment. That's why when I'm on vacation, very seldom do I, like, post the real, real intimate moments. I never I'm post what I'm doing. Like, when I'm local, people always, like, you know how many people tell me on the daily basis? Like, when I, people get to know me, they be like, you're nothing like your social media. Yeah, I love it that way. Mm-hmm. Keep thinking I'm my social media. Please keep thinking that. Because at the end of the day, I'm nothing like that mm. at all. So Shorty was like, um, she was like, I was afraid to talk to you. Why? Because you're always, you seem so mean. Mm. No, I'm not mean. <laughs> <laughs> not mean at all. <laughs> Social media is for entertainment purposes only. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. I'm there. It's there for my entertainment. Mm -hmm. Take it for yours. And if you think that I'm going to post my every move, absolutely not. Right. You might catch me on the plane, but when I'm doing my activities, like when I go out, I don't really post. How Mm -hmm. many times have you seen me post me going out? Mm -mm. Not many. Mm -hmm. It has to be, I got to be in a mood to post what the fuck I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I don't like posting exactly what I'm doing. Like I said, sometimes I might want to share a view, hope you see the beauty of what I'm seeing. But my real intimate moments, like like when I'm like, when I really be sitting there like, wow, that was dope. 
I, I'm the last thing on my mind is it's my to phone. Post, yes. Like the last thing on my mind is, and I have a lot of dope moments on vacation. Yes. Like, and I'm not talking about when I'm goofing around talking. And stuff. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about my real moments yeah. when the whole reason why I'm here right now is to forget home. Those moments I could never. So to walk into a room full with roses, nah, my phone would have been the last thing on my mind because I would have been like engulfed I'm like wholeheartedly we've seen it before though that's not the first time we've seen that on social media though oh I, me personally I never saw it so yeah. I was blown away so yeah. sorry we, it, I've seen it on social media before no. so I was like oh, yeah that's cute I've seen so. it if I had it I'd do it <laughs> cause it, bruh spit bruh spit bank bank yeah I know that was money he spent I'm gonna take a guesstimate of about six thousand. More than that. Did you see that big ass house? It was in. I only saw that one area of the. the that's what I'm saying. That it was one, in a living room, or was it in the I whole don't house? Know what you call that? Like I'm not sure if that's the doorway. I don't know what that was. See, I just saw like the. It looked like the little corridor. Girl. Girl. That, and I also, too, it depends on if they were long girl, stem roses. Because long that, stem that was roses, easily probably <laughs> thousands of dollars. Like, that, no, 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 no. That's too low, sis. It, de- it depends. <laughs> the whole house was flooded with okay. rose oh, petals. See, I didn't see the it whole was, house. It was everywhere. And then he had those big, that oh, okay. was easily $100,000 easy okay. for that. Yeah, Clean up that. included. Clean up included. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cleaning this shit up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoever the fuck brought him in here better bring him out. <laughs> Shit. But um, you got any questions? Um, in I, your DMs? I did I, have a question. Mm. Fuck. I did. I got a fine. I got not a... Oh. I guess everybody said, I don't, I don't want y'all to deliver my questions no more. Nah, <laughs> I do. Okay. You know what? Mm. I, I, I remember the question. Long story short. So, Shorty was dealing with... With this dude. Mm-hmm. This is a scenario question? Like, like yeah, no, yeah. you about to give me a scenario? I'm, I'm, giving, okay. I'm giving you what happened, and then I'm giving you her question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Shorty was dealing with the dude. Dude lives with this girl who he claims is not his girlfriend. Okay. The girl finds out, the two find out about each other. He's he didn't have, he didn't really lie. He just said that that's not my girl. That's you know I live with her. Whatever whatever whatever. The girl does everything for the dude. Mm-hmm. So now, chick the two chicks find out about each other. Shorty's like I told the dude I still want to fuck with both. Of, I want to fuck with you. Why can't we fuck with each other? All three of us. Like, I'm not going to stop fucking with you. You're not going to stop fucking with me. Mm-hmm. You're not going to stop fucking with her. Mm-hmm. So why not all three of us? This is actually doing right after toxic, the toxic segment. Okay. So I had to tell, like, this whole situation is toxic as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, her thing is, her question was, what should she do? Because she still wants to deal with him. She don't give a fuck if he deals with her. Okay. Going back to what uh, Keith uh, stated, and I forgot what episode that was, but if um, 
he talked about, Keith stated about a list. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what I'm willing to accept. This mm -hmm. is what I'm not willing to accept and all that. So um, first thing I'm going to ask her is, what is she willing to accept? If you can accept the three of y'all being in a relationship, then that's what it's going to be then. Because you're sitting here saying you're not going to stop messing with him. Well, he's not going to stop messing with her neither. She, does, she doesn't want it to be a relationship. Because neither one of them allegedly are in a relationship. They're, him and her are not together. Okay. And he keeps telling her that him and the other female are not together. But I, this is what I told her. Mm -hmm. I said, that is his home base. Mm -hmm. She's taking care of him. You mm -hmm. said it yourself. There are things that she's doing that you're not doing or not going to do. Okay. Such as giving this man money letting him drive your car. Mm -hmm. You know, he drives her car. She gives him money. She dresses him. He stays in the house, whatever. Although he says, she says he has X amount of kids. Mm -hmm. She says he does take care of his kids. Their kids play together. Um, and we talked about that too, like bringing the kids around. And then what happens if you decide to call it quits? Um... What should she do? Um, me personally, I don't stand for none of this. So I told him to let go. I'm, let I'm, that nigga go. Me personally, what I'm saying is get out. Like, I don't see a, a good ending with this. Um, dude definitely needs to grow up. Um, if you're solely with the person because they're taking care of you, um, it says a lot about yourself. Um me personally, um, I could never stand for anything that is like beyond me and my significant other. Adding other people to it, absolutely not. Um, but like I said, it sounds to me like she wants to be there. So um, I guess you playing Russian roulette because uh, you're going to see how this plays out because... Um, I guess the the other female doesn't bother her. Mm -mm. So, nope. I mean, if you want to be with him, then be with him. I don't know how that works, you know, because it's just like, okay, well, he moves in with you. Just, she Basically, she just wants the sex, basically. That's all oh, she wants. Oh, sex, then keep it at that. That's all she wants is Okay, the then sex. keep it at that. Let him be taken care of by his mother. I mean, his... His mother? <laughs> I mean, that's what she is. <laughs> <laughs> Let him be taken care of by, by her. And then um, you get what you want, but don't put no title on it, you know? Okay. Um, that's what y'all been doing anyway. Don't break it. Like, I mean, don't fix it if it ain't broken. Like, made me say that wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> don't, don't break it. Right. Don't, <laughs> don't fix it if it's, if it's not broken. So um, if the sex is amazing and that's what you want, keep getting it. Until you find someone else that you decide to de dedicate yourself to and be in an exclusive relationship. And that's all I got to say about bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so for Black History Month, I got one for mm -hmm. y'all. Let's see who we're going to do today. Let's look through. Give me a second, guys. <coughs> Uh, 
I have so many. Actually, I'll do the one that I just uh, I just posted the other day. Okay. Wall Street. Um, a lot of people know Wall Street to be the big trading stock of the world. Here's some information, some black history information for those that don't know the real history of Wall Street. Okay, so Wall Street in Lower Manhattan is one of the most famous streets in the world, known for its role in the international financial system, trading stocks. The untold story of Wall Street will now be told. In Manhattan, 1626, slavery was brought forth. It wasn't until December 13, 1711, that the New York City Common Council made Wall Street the city's first official slave market for the sale and rental of enslaved Africans and Native Americans. New York received more than 40% of U.S. cotton revenue through money by its financial firms, shipping businesses and insurance companies earned. We do not realize the Wall Street we know today was built by the hands of those some thousand enslaved Africans. There is now a small plaque at 74 Wall Street memorializing those slaves. The United States currently has no significant national memorial to slavery. Learn something new every day, boy. And that was... Wall Street. Wall Street. The big famous Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> no, it's just amazing. It's a lot of things that we just don't oh, get credit yeah. for. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's just like, wow. But there's an actual wall, like the actual wall on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. We built that. That's what they're referring to when they say the wall on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. So make sure you guys follow up on that. Um do your own research, learn more about our culture. Um, I hope you guys have a, a, gr- a great rest of the week. And we didn't even, you how was your week? How about that? How was your week? Um, how was your weekend? My, my, um, oh, I will say this. I have been enjoying watching my friend's son play basketball. Okay. Yeah, Tyre oh. Dupree. He's going to remember that name, okay. Tyre it's gonna take off. It's um Biddy. Um, no, he plays a lot. Like he plays Biddy, traveling, okay. traveling AU. Like he he's nice, and it's really cool, you know, to watch. Um, because I played with his mom, mm-hmm. so it's dope to to watch like his mannerisms, and he looks just like her. <laughs> like certain things that she used to do on the court, she, like he does it. It's okay. so weird. Like, it was crazy because we were watching the game and he did this hook shot. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, that's the hook that we've been working on. And I was like, that's the hook that you used to use. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, so I'm like, it, that that that's dope. And it almost makes me want to have one. But you can't settle. So, <laughs> <laughs> till, till then, um, yeah. But I, I would have to have a boy, though. I really would. I would have to have a boy. And she's lucky. I told her that. I was like, you're so lucky you have a boy. But I that was my weekend. I watched him play. It was fun as hell watching him. He's, he's, a, he's a fun kid to yeah. watch play. And I coached my girls, which oh, y'all pray. Because, <laughs> yeah. honey, it is hard coaching little girls. Very hard. 
It's probably harder coaching boys because their attention span. No, I coached boys the year before, and no. It's easier? Boy, I think it's because it's something that they really want to okay. do. I think for boys, they got to want it. Okay. You know what I mean? But for girls, girls right now at this age, they don't know if they want to be a ballerina or play basketball. I promise. Like, I got girls <laughs> twirling, cartwheels. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm not sure if I'm training the next Simone Biles or Cheryl <laughs> swoops out this I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's so hard to keep their attention. Like, I'll turn my back to show one girl something and then I got one and then left doing cartwheels and splits. I'm like, oh my God. But yeah, that's that's pretty much my weekend. Um, I Like tomorrow, I'm going to have to coach. Well, today, I'm going to have to coach. <laughs> today, I'm going to have to coach and then Saturday, we got a game and then, you know, I try to chill on Sundays though. I try to relax. Mm-hmm. Saturday is my busy day. Like, I coach and I record then, you know, whatever else I want to do. It's normally done on a Saturday, but Sunday I need to um, unwind. So I I try not to do anything on Sundays for the most part. Yeah. How was yours? Um, Well, I did go to my nephew's bitty game. Mm -hmm. Like you said, they're actually funny as hell. (laughs) My, um, my (laughs) My friend's son... Oh my, that little that little <laughs> motherfucker nice as hell too though. Yeah. Like he, like you say, he plays uh, your friend's son. He plays AAU too. Mm-hmm. He plays for Biddy, so he's but he's so small. Mm-hmm. His ass just run up and like just to watch him run up and down the court like he in high school or something. Like you're only fucking nine. Get your <laughs> little puny ass out of here. Mm-hmm. And then my sister is funny because he did this cute ass shit. My sister like um he came to the sideline. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting behind him. So my sister's like, hey, Ahmad. He turns around and winks at her. Uh. Yo, that <laughs> shit was so funny. I'm like, yo, you funny as hell. Um, that uh, my sister and I trashed eight pounds of crab legs by herself. Wow. On Saturday. Was wow. this? Yeah, Saturday. What kind of crab legs? Um, I don't know. We went to Restaurant Depot. Oh, and got okay. the big box, the 150 box. Okay. It was a 10-pound box between her and I. Mm-hmm. When I tell you we trashed eight pounds, maybe seven and a half. Yeah, we y'all, we, y'all we, we trashed it. it. Yeah. Um other than that, my weekend was pretty chill. I didn't do too much. I'm back on the plane today. Mm-hmm. Tonight, I'm back on the plane. Be out. That's what's up. Well, we wishing you safe travels. And to everyone else, have a great week. Finish strong. Be positive. Be loving. Remember, life is not guaranteed. So treat everyone as if you're never going to see them again. Akuna Matata. <laughs> All right, we signing out. This has been Soul Fives. Peace. Akuna Matata. Yeah.